0: What's going on, people? Welcome to the Post Game Number Crunch. As usual, I'm your host, Jake Painting, creator of the House and Growl's Timberwolves newsletter, and this podcast is proudly brought to you by Canis Supers and SB Nation. We're back today with another postgamer, as usual, grabbing a number to use as an anchor point for the entire show, and then branching off into some trends that I think are worth exploring. But first, we should take a second to celebrate a win, Yes, I know it was against the lowly Houston Rockets, but it's worth celebrating nonetheless. The Wolves have been bad to start the season and they were on a three-game losing skid, so why not embrace the fun and mainly the relief that comes with a pretty convincing win, even if it was against a bad team like the Rockets. The night ended with a 129-117 scoreline. But it was pretty much a 15 to 20 point game all the way through, all the way up until the Wolves' second and third unit kind of let go of the rope a little bit in the closing minutes of the game. And like I said, I think it was fun. I had fun, much more fun than losing games and losing them convincingly in in sometimes, The ball was hopping around, the threes finally started to fall. And the Wolves were feasting in transition and off turnover. All of those things have been major issues so far this season. And while this game doesn't solve those issues, it was nice to see the tide shift even just a little bit in the right direction. One other thing that went right for the Wolves in this game was their finishing at the rim. And that's why this episode's number is 81.5 as in the 81.5% that Minnesota shot at the rim in this game. And that was important because it hasn't been the norm. Even with that game added into the statistical shuffle, the Wolves still rank 16th in field goal percent at the rim, with a 65% clip so far this season. The good news is that they're shooting the 7th most shots at the rim, But when you aren't hitting threes like the Wolves haven't been, and you're not finishing strong at the rim consistently like the Wolves haven't been, then it's just very, very hard to muster up an effective offense on a consistent basis. And just like the shot variance from three that I keep harping on about this season, there is some likely progression to the mean coming in this area as well. This game was a small sampling of that, hopefully, and hopefully it's a thing that will continue in the games to come. I mean, you expect a team as big as Minnesota to be near the top of the chart in field goal percentage at the rim, but you, you, you see the numbers of the individual players as well, and they are down, and that's a problem. And it also, I guess, just like the three-point shooting, is a sign of hope because if things balance themselves out the way they probably should and the way they have in other seasons, then the Wolves will start to be a better team finishing at the rim. Carl hounds has been down as a finisher thus thus far. He was great tonight, especially at the rim. Anthony Edwards is actually at career best numbers with 63% from the rim. But really, at some point, we expect those numbers to go up. I'm not sure if they're going to, but we expect it because of his athletic ability and the flashes that he's shown as a finisher. But again, he missed a few bunnies tonight. But the big ones that have really been down this season... Rudy Gobert, D'Angelo Russell and Jalen Noel. Now, Gobert obviously didn't play in this game and D'Lo and Jalen, I think, weren't at their best either. But if you add those three high-minute guys with expected improvements into a team who has the capabilities to shoot over 80% from in close like they did in this game, then you have a team who has just got so much offensive potential bubbling under the surface Just like the three-point shooting, I'm going to keep stressing that this is so likely to change at some point. Now, that doesn't mean they haven't been bad in certain moments, that the ball movement hasn't been terrible, that this team hasn't looked clunky, but mathematically, and I know this game isn't played mathematically, but mathematically, something has to give eventually. Gobert, to start with, is shooting under 70% at the rim for the first time since the 2015-2016 season. He's actually at just 64%. Like I said before, Ant is at 63%, and we don't feel like he's finishing at his best. So Gobert being at 64% is remarkably low for him. It's almost 13% lower than last season. That will improve. It simply has to. I don't see a world where he finished a season shooting under 70% from the field. Uh, from the from the rim, sorry. Moving on to Noel. He's shooting 54% from the rim. Again, almost 10% lower than he did last season. And we know Jalen Noel. We've watched him for a long time. We see the way he can hang in the air and finish and the layup package that he possesses. And you just feel like last season's numbers are more of an indication of his rim finishing skill set rather than the results and the numbers that we are seeing right now. Again, that should improve. Maybe not as guaranteed as Rudy Gobert, but it's very reasonable to expect that it will improve eventually. And even Delo, who we all know is a pretty unwilling finisher inside, isn't usually the absolute train wreck at finishing them like he has been this season. He's shooting 52% and there have been so many missed easy ones off cuts or on the rare occasion that he does slice past A defender himself usually he finishes those even if they're at a low frequency they're usually going to go in more often than not or at least more than 52 percent when he does get there he's shot over 60 percent at the rim for the past three seasons before this one so you know it, it seems likely to change and to be fair in the interest of fairness maybe some other guys drop off to even out those numbers when those three guys do inevitably start making more close shots. I mean get this, Jaden McDaniels Hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Who made a few more amazing-looking drives and dunks tonight is currently 22 of 29 from within three feet of the rim. That is an insane 79%. Kyle Anderson is 5 of 5, 100%. Jordan McLaughlin is 7 of 8. Torian Prince is 9 of 13. Those guys probably aren't going to live above the 90th percentile mark for the entire season. But they also aren't going to take that many. That's the difference. Towns and Edwards and Gobert and Noel and even at times D'Lo are going to take shots from the rim more often than those role player guys. The Wolves need their high-volume rim finishes to start, well... Finishing at the rim. (laughs) Just like they need their high volume three point shooters to start making three point shots. This game was a glimpse of what that looks like. The Rockets, I don't have to tell you that the Rockets aren't a good defense by any stretch of the imagination, but the looks within those 22 field goal makes from the 27 field goal attempts, or the 81.5%, which is this episode's number, that they had at the rim. They weren't all easy ones. Cat was rolling inside, made a bunch of t- tough plays. D'Lo made a few really nice drives, which is surprising, but good to see, especially for him who's been in such a funk. And I do think Ant was making a lot of shots at the rim tonight as well, even if he did miss a few more of those bunnies that we've grown to expect from him. I'd just love to see this game kick them into gear, whether it's at the rim or behind the arc. They need one of those parts of the game to fire up. In this game, it was both, but going forward, you need at least one of them every single night. If the Wolves can start getting one of them every single night, they're going to be a much more consistent offense, and when you have Rudy Gobert, when you have Jaden McDaniels, you can be a consistent defense. We've spoken about that on this show before. They have been pretty good defensively this season, but very bad offensively. So they just need one of those things to start going right. One of those things to start progressing to the mean quickly, (laughs) because right now they don't have time to stand and wait while the rest of the Western Conference kind of races away from them. Next up, they are outside the Western Conference. They have the New York Knicks. We know Tom Thibodeau runs a tight defensive ship over there. However, the Knicks are as inconsistent as the Wolves. If they make some rim shots, make some threes, the Wolves can really win this game. And it's probably likely that they win the game if they do those things. That feels like oversimplifying it, but really it may just be that simple. Whether it does or it does not happen, I'll be here to discuss it. I hope you will be too.